Diet and inflammation. We've spoken a lot about this link, but today I want to dive maybe a bit deeper into really what is the relationship between these two. First of all, what is inflammation? And we have to distinguish two types of inflammation. One is acute inflammation from a trauma, from an acute disease, and then you have a chronic inflammation, and that's quite different. And we're going to dive and look more into the chronic inflammation here. What's important is to understand that the balance of inflammation is a question of reaction of the immune system. That's what inflammation is. So it can do to a blow, to a trauma, to a cut, to an infection, to an intrusion of a pathogen into the system. But hear me out into how it happens in our gut. And that's quite an interesting story. So think about diving into your colon and you have a very thin layer of epithelial cells, just one very fine like cellophane membrane to hold together by tight junction a bit like velcro junction and this is what separates the outside world to you your inside world it has to be tight that's why we call them tight junctions and in there is a vast world of microbiome different strands of bacteria. now these bacteria essentially feed on fibers that's what they eat and if they can eat fibers they will in exchange give short-chain fatty acid. Now, think about that. Short-chain fatty acid will trigger a differentiation of your immune system. For example, it will trigger a T-regulating cell to become active, and this is a cancer killer cell. It will trigger a T-cell as well, a killer cell. So you have regulating T-cells, killer T-cells, that are all triggered, activated rather, by the short chain fatty acid coming from those bacteria's digesting fiber. Now, let's take fiber out of the diet and let's talk about fiber. It's incredible that if you take a bushman that lives like we used to live before, they roughly have 200 grams a day of fibers. In America today, which is where the data came from, it's only 15 grams. It's a huge difference. What does that mean? It means something very interesting. If you just eat proteins and fats, and we'll come back on fats which are essential, but these are digested further up into the gut. So they don't make their way all the way to the colon, which means that if there is no fiber associated with it, those bacteria there that are es essential to the balance and health of your metabolism here won't have anything to eat. They are starving. What happens when those bacteria are starving is that they're going to start eating mucin. Mucin is a um, structure of protein, a bit like mucus, hence its name, that protects the lining of the epithelial cells. Now, suddenly those bacteria will come and eat that because they have nothing else to eat. By doing so, first, they are not secreting short-chain fatty acid, activating your immune system properly, but they're also weakening this protective layer of that membrane potentially creating leaky gut syndromes and creating untightening rather the communication and the tightness between those two or three or millions of epithelial cells. Now this has a, an incredibly bad effect on your immune system. Why? Because suddenly those bacteria who have, were living inside the colon, not inside your body, will be exposed to 
all the immune system that lives behind the lining here of your gut. Now remember I said in another video this is 60% and 80% of the actual activity of your immune system is here. So now this immune system will be activated by the exposure of those bacteria getting closer to it because of the mucing layer being eaten. What happens when that happens? It starts secreting cytokine and cytokine are like those proteins that are pro-inflammation. So you start having a low-grade inflammation kind of string all along the lining and that will have an impact, an impact and effect on the whole general health of your whole body. Please make sure you eat fiber. It's key to your immune system. The second point here that we have to make that is crucial is that if your immune system is already triggered everywhere, it's in a way the army is already at war. You become more prone to other infections. Now think, we're bringing back into this what's happening now, right now in this pandemic. It's incredible to see that some people are more vulnerable than others and it's difficult to pinpoint how. This is not a direct correlation I'm making, but think about it. People already challenged, say, are more vulnerable to coronavirus. Why? People that are overweight, people that have high blood pressure, people that have diabetes, people that actually have usually a really weak gut lining already. Meaning what? Meaning their inflammatory response is high, the immune system is already at work, they don't have as much available cells to be able to fight an intruder. Plus, the immune system is not really well activated because those bacteria have not been fed fibers and therefore have not secreted short-chain fatty acid to, to help the activation of the immune system. You're, you're getting where I'm going with this. Is that everything is intertwined and linked because we hear this a lot, oh he has a weak immune system. What does that mean a weak immune system? Well that's what it is. It's not that it's weak. It's already working at basically chasing away the bacteria from our gut that usually work with us because they start working against us. So we have to find this balance and this is mostly by eating fibers. Please make sure you eat fibers in your diet.